On this week's episode of the Sect One podcast, we're off to Abu Dhabi for the final showdown of the 2021 Formula One Championship. It's called a motor race, okay? No, no, mate, that was so not right. The race certainly didn't disappoint. We had crashes, controversies, and we crowned a new world champion. The first time in his career, Max Verstappen, champion of the world. It's time to digest the weekend. It was the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Abu Dhabi Do. It was our title decider and oh my goodness i was on the edge of my seat edge of my my seat from start to finish what did you guys make of it i was in a mood start to finish because i genuinely i've got about 50 texts my parents being like this is it the championship's over it's done it's nice lewis it's done and i I was honestly convinced even when the safety car came out i was convinced i thought there's no way we're going to get a race in that no way i thought we've got six laps left there's a car in the wall not happening it happened. I like a right silly person. Because <laughs> I was like, I've been in a sulk for like, what, an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. And then it all changed. Devin, what did you make of it? It wasn't looking that optimistic when, because, well, when when Max came in and he had like, how many seconds? Like, was it like 17 seconds or yeah, something then, to make up? And yeah. it was like, theoretically, it was going to be really close. And I was like, if it's going to happen, it is going to be like literally last the couple last of laps lap. he's going to catch. But whether he can pass him is another question. So it wasn't actually looking that optimistic. But yeah, it all completely turned on its head and was potentially the most exciting race of the season. Whether it was for the right reasons or not, we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah a mad one. Time for the pyramid. At the bottom, we have... Michael Massey. <laughs> Hello, my friend Mikey. 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 Michael. Michael. I, I do feel a bit for him though, because he sort of, whichever way he'd have done this week, whatever he would have done this weekend, he would have got selected. If we'd have gone like to the T and stuck to the rules, it'd have been like, well, that's a safety hazard because there's five cars now that I've got to lap. If he, he did what he did and it's like, we well, didn't follow it, then I'm just like, oh my God, guys, like, come on, give, give the poor man a break. Mm-hmm. you know exactly and also he, if it had, if it had finished under the safety car there would have been just as much backlash for max having not won the championship so like he was kind whichever of whichever way it went yeah i do feel for him in the sense that like either way there was going to be some sort of backlash but yeah it was kind of just like the worst case scenario for them trying to like navigate that i just could not be me i would just crumble and just yeah. i'd probably just cry and run away and be like no someone else made the decision because i'm not doing that he was being like devil's advocate though in a way because he was just sort of stuck in the middle like well I've got to give them at least one racing lap and realistically I have to get the back markers out of the way yeah and I understand why he did that because if he didn't let them four or five cars through it would have been dangerous it would have been on that main straight all them cars pulling over and they're in a race against each other anyway so they're trying to race each other Max needs to get past that would have just been a massive shunt I I personally think it's easy to say like it was handed the win I'm like was he though did he do the he did the over overtake legitimately on track let's be honest it wasn't just like Michael Massey went you know what I'm not happy with this there you go no I just think there's a huge issue surrounding the way teams are allowed to correspond with the FIA during a race I feel like there's a lot of lobbying going on because we had Toto on our first instant of the race he's going Michael please don't send out a safety car it'll ruin the race for us should you be able to tell him that it doesn't matter if it ruins ruins your race Michael shouldn't be making a decision based on based on Toto saying that it yeah. was a race because it doesn't matter it's not about whether it's going to ruin this guy's race or this guy's race it's about the safety of the sport and making making it safe really that that's all it should be focused on yeah they shouldn't have this lobbying 
I'm really not a fan of it. I know Christian Horner is just as bad on the radio with it. And I'm just really not a fan of it at all. But either way, whatever happened, there was obviously going to be uproar on social media about From either side. Exactly. But the reason we're just a bit disappointed with the way the championship was decided is because the way the rules were ignored, the rules were changed on the spot. We can't do that because we need consistency in the sport. Rules are there for a reason. The regulations are there to be followed. And who gives the right to change a rule mid-race? I just don't think that is right at all. However, yeah. you've got to give credit where credit is due. Michael Massey has done a great job at other situations this year. You know, we've had some really bad crashes and he's dealt with it just how it's needed to be. And he's yeah. just the front man of the FIA. So we can't put everything on him. He's not yeah, the think... making the decisions here. It was, I think it was a weird one just because it's just looking at it from both sides because we, I don't see how Toto can blame it because he should have really anticipated that they were going to have one race in that left because he was saying, we should have known, we should have known, but how would he have known at this point? You know, if you, if you think there's going to be a race in that pit. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, yeah that, they... was, that, that was down to the strategy on Mercedes and they can sit and they can do all this all they want, but realistically it wasn't anyone's fault that this weird thing happened. I think the one thing I did read, I don't know, I obviously know how true it is. I don't really like, I've, I've not got the capacity to read the whole FIA like, rule book, but I read somewhere that like the race director is allowed to change, which obviously is him, is allowed to change the rules sort of mid-race to if it's going to make a race. The race, I, yeah, in a way, I think they also, they met with the like teams. In court. They met with the teams to like, previously in the season to kind of, if it did ha- like this sort of situation happened, what would they do in that scenario? Or like, and I think they all pretty much agreed that we need the racing part of it. It shouldn't be decided under like the safety, safety car or something. Car. Like it's in the FIA's best interest to get them racing again, whatever that means. So it is difficult because like the teams have obviously agreed to some sort of like compromise in that situation beforehand and now that it's like gone down to it and obviously didn't benefit Mercedes it's like with anything if it doesn't benefit the team they're obviously going to argue against it if it does they're not going to so like it it does work either side and I think it's neither Max or Lewis's fault or Red Bull or Mercedes like there's nothing they could have done in that situation it is all down to the FIA but yeah I don't really I don't really know what the alternative would have been yeah yeah. I think they need a good sit down over winter. I just need a little break. You know, they've had a hard season, very hard season. Yeah. Red Bull and Mercedes just like constantly going back and forth. But I think there needs to be like a genuine sit down with every single team and every single team, team member that they can do with the FIA and explain the racing rules. Like there's been so many times this season where there's been inconsistency, even at the beginning of the race, which we'll touch on later with turn seven. It's there's so many inconsistencies that in one race you'll get penalised, in the next race you won't get penalised. I think that's a big thing that people take them as a joke now exactly but then on the other hand I think people come in just to watch the final race of the sport which is like completely valid because it's been hyped up everywhere and they'll come in and watch the final race and then they'll put their two penny thing on Twitter but don't actually understand that realistically if it's in the best interest of racing he is allowed to do that it might not be morally it might it's not morally right you know it might not be morally right because was Lewis's race to win but he's allowed to do that he didn't break a single rule Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing 
people don't get. Talking about what you said there, Lily, how lots of people actually tuned in just for the last race of the season because of the hype yeah. around it. The amount of people today at uni who came up to me wanting to know exactly what went down. Yeah, like, I had that in They were like, can you just explain it in like normal, non-racing terms? Like, what, I was like, they were like, what is it? Like, okay. why, why did Max win? I'm like, what do you mean why did Max win? Like, he overtook him, that's how he won. Yeah. Like, no, but he won because of Nicholas Latifi. I'm like, guys, like, you don't know what you're talking about. They were like, they were like why, why is everyone so angry? They were like, what is it all about? And I was like... Okay, so basically, at the start story. of the season, to one podcast. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right, moving swiftly on from Michael Massey because bless his soul, oh, he needs. I think he needs a long break. He needs a hug. He needs. He needs probably a drink in his hand. Yeah. Valtteri Bottas. It was his last race with Mercedes. He'll be going to Alfa Romeo next year, and he didn't really have the greatest race weekend at all. On the, at the start of the race, he really dropped back dramatically. I was actually shocked. I was like, "What? Why is Bottas that low down?" Uh, I was very, very confused. Yeah, he just dropped. Yeah, he just plummeted through the grid. Does but he carry more though? He did manage to make it up a little bit. Yeah, I think it would have been nice for him to have a better race weekend for his last ever weekend in a car that fast because we don't know if that opportunity is ever going to present itself for him again. Yeah. But you know what? He enjoyed himself, and that's all that really matters. What did you guys make of Valtteri's weekend? There's not really much to say about him. He was just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Um, I think he was got overtaken by both of the Alpha Tauris, and for I mean, the Alpha Tauris have been you know good this season, but you wouldn't say they were a faster car than Mercedes. So from that side of things, you've got to be worrying what's going on there. Um, once again, he got stuck behind Yuki Sonoda. Why is it always Sonoda? Every time Bottas is like stuck midway down through the field, he can't get past Sonoda. I don't know what he does. He just cannot get past him. So, um, I mean, props to Yuki. That's quite impressive. Um, But yeah, I think maybe the highlight of his race weekend would be in cannonballing into the, into the pool. That's what I was thinking. Sunday evening. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was, it was quite sort impressive. of like, so that mean that was like, oh, well, anyway. And then just jumped yeah. in like, obviously, because he was sad that Louis off and he was like, anyway. Anyway, off, I'll be off. Yeah oh no I love him yeah it's a shame quite funny how everyone was obviously really upset Lewis didn't win um but then he's like yes cannonball like I just love that from him he's still trying to celebrate his career that he's had with Mercedes because it has been a good one I think we often ignore Valtteri because we focus so much on Lewis Hamilton's career at Mercedes but Valtteri Bottas has had a stellar career and he's been stuck behind Lewis Hamilton for most of it not many people can get past that man so props to Valtteri for giving Lewis a run for his money in that seat yeah and ultimately he made the difference in the constructors like we always said that the constructors would come down to Checo and Valtteri I mean with Max and Lewis literally equal on points it did come down to both of them and obviously Valtteri did a better job than than Checo for the constructors Mm -hmm. yeah Right, Sergio Perez is the next one on the pyramid. (laughs) Speaking of, exactly. He had a good weekend. I would have put him higher up if we didn't have others that needed to go higher than him. Just because of the way he defended like an absolute champ, holding Lewis back. Just, it, it was what was needed for Max to win the race because this is a team sport. No matter how much you think F1 is just about the individual driver, it is a team sport and strategy comes into play so much. They held yeah. Checo off for his pit stop so that he could hold Lewis back, making the gap smaller so Max could try and give Lewis a better run for his money. And it definitely played 
played well. It worked. The best second driver ever. I always say Bottas is the best second driver, but no, I'm changing that. Checo Perez. Yeah. As Max said, you are a legend. You are an absolute legend. <laughs> it was sort of like this side of Checo that obviously we know he's got the in him to win and get podiums, but I feel like it was a side of him that we haven't seen at all ever. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it was like a different, like the lion side of him, like came out. Yeah. Because I thought Lewis will get him on the third, fourth chat try, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, held, what was it like between eight and 10 seconds or something? You held him back. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Honestly, some of like the best racing we've seen this season. I it's mean, especially from Checo, but like, I feel like that's going to stand out as like, wheel to wheel battle wise one of the most impressive and he is such a fair driver like Lewis was saying oh it's dangerous driving whatever it really wasn't wasn't. he was just fighting fighting him hard he definitely had a stellar weekend from Sergio Perez I was impressed I'm not Checo's biggest fan and I say this neither am I I'm buying you some merch though now I was impressed take all my money Sergio Perez honestly you know (laughs) slap it on come on (laughs) on to the next section of the pyramid we have Yuki Tsunoda Yuki Tsunoda finished the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix in P4. I feel so bad because I didn't realise this. I didn't realise either. So so I wasn't actually home watching the race, so I didn't really, like, I was sort of in a bubble. Well, I was actually in a bubble. I mean, I I personally was. And I didn't really pay for I didn't know Carlos Sainz got P3 and saw the podium. Yeah. Um, So nothing actually computed in my head apart from Max Verstappen, world champion. I was was shaking. I was was just good. And then I read that Sonoda got P4. I thought, no, he's not. How was that? How did that even I was like, happen? why wasn't that spoken about? I get Max is champion, but that's... That's astonishing. Like, he's yeah. not fast enough to be there. He is a rookie as well, might I add. And he hasn't had the best season. I can't... He's, had, he's had a good few weekends, but it has definitely not been very consistent. And it has not been the best for him. It's been a learning curve, I would say. Honestly. But this weekend, he just performed so, so well. Insane. He's very talented. And I can see a podium coming for him very, very soon if he keeps keeps up the way he was driving yesterday definitely yeah I'm not a very big fan of him personally I'm, I'm not a big fan of him I don't think he particularly should have got the F1 seat over, over the likes of Alex Albon but I think he did really well in this race and I, I you know I'll tip my hat he did amazing the fact he like outqualified Gasly as well who like didn't even make it into Q3 I thought Gasly had a bit of a shocker this weekend but managed yeah. to you know come Get back, back from it but yeah Yuki just like pure pace out qualified um Gazi. and I think the problem with Yuki in the past has been he's he's clearly quick and like he can put a good lap together in qualifying or like he's usually quite far up the timesheets in like practice and stuff yeah but yeah. it's like when it comes down to the race I think the experience he lacks with like the wheel-to-wheel battle and like making the right decisions at the right time is probably what's let him down but I think to end the season like this it like it's a really positive way to start next season, if yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. It was like Max like last year when he ended the season on the win at a track that he didn't expect it. Yeah. It was sort of like a good way to go into next year. It was like you, you had held high. We're going to go on to the next person on the pyramid because I am very, very proud of this driver. I think this driver's had an absolutely, absolutely incredible season and they continue to amaze me. Weekend, weekend in, weekend out. It is none other than Carlos Sainz Jr. Carlos Sainz. In his first year in a Ferrari, took his fourth podium at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. He took a P3 
And it, it was quite ignored because obviously we had our championship rivals fighting it out. Yeah. But he had an incredible drive. I just think this man is so, so talented. He's making it difficult for him to be seen as a seat warmer for Mick Schumacher. We all yeah. thought the only reason Carlos is going into that seat is for him to just keep that seat warm. And that's what we all, all think. But it, that he's making that decision for Ferrari very, very difficult for yes. whenever they're going to bring Mick Schumacher up or at he's least try. scored Charles this year. Yeah. I think what got me, and the stat about Ferrari as well, obviously including him, was they've had the most double points this season. So like both drivers, I think it was 17 they've had this season, mm-hmm. um, which is more than any other team, which I think is really like a quite interesting one because Ferrari is sort of seen as a crap team still you know they've still yeah. been going through since obviously we had that 2019 like scandal where we, we know there was cheating mm-hmm. it's sort of they've never bounced back from that I know it's only been two years but they haven't bounced back at all and I think Carlos is what they needed because it's sort of like someone fresh yeah definitely he's got a new set of eyes to come in and develop the car to obviously to what suits him but- Carlos is such a good team player as well like he clearly is so easy to get along with like him and Charles seem really close and like obviously yeah. had a, such a great relationship with Lando I think it just it does bring a lot of like positivity into the team which can make a massive difference especially for someone like Ferrari who's or a team like Ferrari who've come off the back of a pretty shocking season like they they did need this um yeah I didn't expect him to out to outperform Charles I think, I think Charles did. Charles has had maybe a couple of like unlucky weekends but I think across the board Carlos has been really consistent and and definitely like from all the drivers that have switched teams like the one who's succeeded or like adapted the quickest to the car I think personally for me like looking at the drivers all season minus the top ones you know like Max and Lewis they've obviously been the best of the season I think he's like my third driver of the season like tired of Pierre Gasly though because Pierre's had some like you know pretty decent performances but I think him and Pierre are sort of tied because for him to go into a fresh team I think it's him though like I think he gets along with everyone so I love well the smoothest of smooth operators certainly impressed this weekend yeah and I cannot wait to see what he does next season to be honest with you top of the pyramid we've had to chuck two people on top because of the outcome of the race weekend we have had to go with Lewis and Max on top I hope everyone can appreciate that I picked a photo of Max and Lewis after the race so it's like kind of a little nice. bit tense that's what I was kind of going well, it's for. sort of a bit of like a yeah it like was well done it was civil but you took but... my championship yeah I'm gonna be honest it was Lewis's race to win yeah yeah but Max's championship to win mm-hmm. that was my honest belief going into the weekend Lewis's race Max's championship let let's talk about Lewis first he had a great weekend he managed to take the lead on lap one he had an incredible start and he really managed to control that. There were some few battles, which we obviously love to see. But every time there was a battle, he came out on top every time. He's he's just this incredible driver. We say it all the time. He is the GOAT of Formula One, no matter what you want to believe. The stats say that he is the GOAT, and he really is. I think his on-track performance even highlights that even further every weekend. He obviously had a shame not getting the pole this weekend, given... Max took it. However, he still came and absolutely fought like his life depended on it. He just controlled the race. And 
I thought he managed to stay quite cool headed the weekend. I thought he would yeah. get a bit more stressed out, a bit more hot headed. We obviously saw on the radio a few times he was getting a bit like worked up, as you would yeah. in that situation. He's fighting think, for an eighth championship. Yeah, I think for such a weekend where he's fighting for a world record breaking championship, he managed to keep such a calm head. And yeah, he, he is insane and he is an amazing driver. Unlucky that he didn't manage to get the championship this year race win probably should have been his I do agree with you with that on that Lily but yeah he obviously championship. championship or the win very I think, disappointing I think it shows though obviously the race and Max winning the championship in general because obviously he's had what 18 podiums sure, 10 yeah. winners now that's like a record in itself the 18 podiums in the season he hasn't actually been on the third step either mm-hmm. yeah I think personally that shows how in a way he could beat Hamilton's records one day because there's not many people beating him, let's be honest. Yeah. When he's been in, he's been in his prime, I'll admit this, but the only people who've ever beat him now is what? We've had Rosberg and Verstappen in his prime. Yeah, I think that shows how much, how amazing them two drivers are as well. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't discredit Lewis because I'm saying how amazing he is, but I think to beat him, yeah, you have to be a certain type of driver where Rosberg and Verstappen were very similar in the way that if they see a gap and even if it's a tiny little gap, we go in and we don't care if we take you out <laughs> in the same in the same breath. But yeah, I think I'm gonna be honest, couldn't be happy with the outcome. To overcome the Mercedes dominance as well, like theoretically, this season should have been like Mercedes final like push and that they've they've had such a momentum over so many years 10, like, 15 20 I don't know, you know like, yeah, like all of coming, coming into the season we all kind of expected that Hamilton would just take the title but the fact that it like Red Bull have overcome that dominance when they're still so like quite a bit behind. yeah it was I think like, still behind. Really impressive I think it shows either Mercedes took their foot off the gas for a bit and thought, well, we're actually that far ahead of everyone that we don't need to improve our car for the last season because what what were they like seven tenths second a lot quicker than people mm-hmm. last season, like than Red Bull and Ferrari. I think they thought, well, we can take our foot off the gas and also develop it. And then Red Bull came in with this like Adrian Newey mega machine and was like, well. Yeah, I think the difference was that like Red Bull were were actively had working. the upper hand at the start of the season as well because like in yeah. previous seasons the issue has been that Mercedes have already been so much ahead in terms of performance but the facts that the, the facts the fact that Red Bull were like already at that pace and already bringing the fight right at the beginning of the season gave them the momentum to, to, to keep doing it but I think Mercedes especially towards the end of the season took a big step and maybe realized okay if they yeah hypothetically if they were focusing so much on like next year's car at the beginning of the season they maybe took a step back and thought right actually then, yeah it's not going to be plain sailing we need to you know do something to to bring the fight to red bull which is like not what we've had at all They've literally i'm gonna say even red bull ever actually had a title fight because i know when it was better that wasn't red bull that was ferrari from to mm. when i think back that was like Alonso and Kimi and Ferrari was it back yeah. in the days it's like but then to me Mercedes and Red Bull I can't actually imagine F1 without mm-hmm. that fight but them two like them two now just this this season will go down in history I've got something to tell you all oh here we go Max here we go. Verstappen 
is the 2021 <laughs> Formula One champion of the world. I just think everything was perfect. You know, seeing his dad in the hoodie. Yeah. You know, I'm not Yossi's fan. I'm not a big fan of Yoss, but seeing his dad in the hoodie just... Yes, I have ordered the T-shirt version of the hoodie, don't you worry? Where can I get that? <laughs> Max Verstappen shop. I'll send you the link Thank when we get off. Thank you. But I yeah, can't even carry it anymore, guys. I'm too excited. Now you got me too excited, Stitch. Also to see, like, the sheer, like, outpour of emotion from Max, because, like, the whole season he's been so, like, cool as a Calm. cucumber. Yeah, like, I don't like, care if oh, I win. It doesn't affect yeah, me. It's just another race. Like, I feel like that's been building up and building up. And just to see that was, like so nice because the whole time you'd think oh he doesn't really care but like he really did care and that was like so obvious to see I think my favorite part was before the weekend I had an interview with I think it was with Sky Sports and, and it was Rachel Brooks I think and she was like what do you have to say to your like fans you know specifically like the Orange Army and he was like just tune in on Sunday because I'm gonna win <laughs> and then I remember like watching like the 57 laps thinking great Max you've really made a dick of us all now haven't you like we've yeah. all watched and you didn't win and then I saw that overtake and I was like no Let's go on to race recap. First, let's talk about the first incident that happened in the race. Lap one, turn seven. (laughs) So Hamilton takes the lead. And as they get to turn seven, Max goes for a late lunge and pushes Hamilton wide. So Hamilton has to go and basically go across the corner. So he doesn't even take the corner, obviously gaining a drastic advantage. Yeah. Which cannot be denied. The FIA have said it was a... It was an advantage. Obviously, all the engineers on their little little computers could see that it was a giant yeah, advantage. Advantage, yeah. No penalty was given. This is I because think, he apparently oh. gave gave the time back on the grid that he gained, and it was hard racing. That's how they saw it. What did you guys make of the incident? Because I thought it was a bit close, but I did appreciate the hard racing all at the same time. I think I'd appreciate the hard racing more if when things like this have happened in the past where it's more so been Max who's cut the corner due to being sort of pushed he's had to give the place back instantly I think that was the only I don't really care you know he, he won the championship in the end so it's like well who cares about that? but if he hadn't won the championship that would have been a massive point because it's the inconsistencies again of the FIA like in Brazil no one got penalised for it but Max got penalised for it last weekend but then here no one you know it's just nothing's adding up yeah and that's where they need to pull the finger out in the nicest way possible (laughs) just sort it out yeah I think also like if if Lewis had been given a penalty or like I don't know there would be just another factor to the is the championship deserved like all that sort of thing yeah it's just I appreciate the fact that like they tried to go without penalties but it becomes an issue when there's been as you say similar incidents throughout the year where it's basically the same thing and nothing yeah. or there's a penalty being given that's like that's the issue I think rather than the way that they policed that incident and you know mm-hmm. Hamilton you know giving back the time or whatever it just the advantage of it like yeah that was I didn't realize they could do that or like oh you're the gap and everything obviously Bono was yeah, like yeah we're happy think... with the the gap that you've given back or whatever like it's quite a good idea actually but it's sort yeah. of like they just put it in a hat and they're like oh what should we do this weekend should we penalise or not penalise <laughs> the same incident that we penalised for last weekend but I personally think that it isn't an issue because they just need to it's off season now good to sit down and really really go through it all 
that is all for race recap really is that yeah. turn one incident because we spoke about the little safety car incident when we spoke about the FIA yeah. and Lewis and Max so it's time for the final hit and miss of the season well my hit is Carlos Sainz Carlos Sainz had an outstanding weekend I didn't want to be basic and go with one of the front runners because that's just for basic people to go with them I'm looking yeah. further back on the grid just just straight to P3 and Carlos just had, had an outstanding weekend so so proud of that guy P3 fourth podium of the year well done Carlos well done <laughs> my miss is going to be Nicholas Latifi, simply for having an incident. I know it may not have been. No, he's my hit. Come well, on, guys. <laughs> but Nicholas Latifi had the incident, which meant that we couldn't just have normal racing for the Cheers, end Nicholas. of the championship. <laughs> Look, yeah. which, kind of, which kind of disappointed me because we'd had such a great season. I would have loved to have seen it play out as just a completely clean playing field, like no advantage for safety cars and virtual safety cars. I would have yeah. that. However, we obviously didn't get that. And Nicholas Latifi, you're the reason. <laughs> I love you, Nicholas. Really, I love you. Um, Devon, hit or miss? My hit is going to be Pierre Gasly. Um, I think he started like what P12 and made it up to P5. So just for like the recovery drive that he had, uh, shows that you know he can pull it back on a weekend where he's maybe not had the best qualifying, which is rare. Let's be honest, Pierre's yeah. you know generally done quite well that. this season. Um, and then I think who's my miss going to be? I think my miss is going to be Bottas. On, I mean, I love the guy and I'll say it till the day I die that like he's genuinely becoming one of my favourite drivers, yeah. but just he didn't have a great weekend. And I think it was maybe a weekend where Mercedes needed him the most and he just wasn't there in comparison to, to Perez or he didn't do the same level of what Perez did to help Max as he could have done for Lewis, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. Lily, hit or miss? Well, so obviously my basic hit is Max gonna be, but then I'm also putting I'm also putting Seb Battle in there, mm -hmm. just purely because of the amount of overtakes he's done this season. Oh yes, you know his little his little reward for that. But obviously Max is the world champion. Um, what else do I go with? I wore my top to work today. I wore my orange bobble to work. I went into singing Super Max. So what else would it be? I'm gonna go with Leclerc purely because Carlos has outscored him this season in the mm -hmm. nicest way possible, and just because I think he could have been much better. He's been in the Ferrari for years now. Come on, mate. So Leclerc yeah. is my miss. Well, that was the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, which led to Max Verstappen being crowned the 2021 Formula One champion of the world thank you all for watching our race reviews this year and listening shout out to the listeners yeah we'll be back soon with a season review goodbye